But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said! This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, a member of the Pulse Podcast Network, and your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. And at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back. I'll get the pole out of the crawl space. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. And it is December 23rd, which means happy Festivus, everybody. And all you celebrating this wonderful, joyous holiday, go fuck yourself. (laughs) So, this episode, um, we obviously are huge Seinfeld fans, um, and pop culture in general, really, but this is very special for us, because this episode will be an airing of grievances, just like the Seinfeld episode and the famous holiday, Festivus, so um, that's all we're going to do. This episode is kind of bitch about the year in pro wrestling, and air our grievances about everything that we thought was wrong with pro wrestling. It doesn't necessarily have to be WWE, but... But guess what? It will be. Yes, it most likely is going to be because they're the ones that do the most wrong. They're the most under the microscope, and they're going to be the most bitched about. Yes, for sure. So, before we get into the grievances, um, because it's December 23rd, we are going to do On This Day. Um, and on this day, 18 years ago today... Um, ECW had their final event at the ECW arena here in Philadelphia. The event the event was called Holiday Hell. And um it I sh- mean, if, if you're going to go out, you might as well go out with the most little of a bang as possible and an event called Holiday Hell. Yeah. It really it just shows you the down the <laughs> downslope of ECW. Yeah, um I mean 2 weeks later ECW's doors shut and that was that was kind of it um for the independent promotion ecw they yes. later on got picked up by wwe and exactly you know the the rest yeah um and the main event that night um and it shows you how far ecw had fallen at that point uh steve carino defeated the sandman and just incredible in a three-way dance to retain the ecw world heavyweight championship so steve carino is your last ECW World Heavyweight Champ. I think that's actually a pretty good trivia question. You know what I mean? So, Aggie, when you listen to this, eventually, there you go. (laughs) You have another trivia question for whoever we have you back on to make us look bad again. Exactly. 
Um, and that's really the only story I have for on this day. Uh, but we do have a couple birthdays. Um, born in. So, uh, born in 1962 today is the Great Muda. Who I, was... I remember the Great Muda watching them back when the WCW used to do their super shows against New Japan, mm-hmm. and it, Muda would tag with Sting, but there was a couple occasions where Muda, Muda would face Sting, mm-hmm. and he did the green mist. Yes. He did the mist in the eyes, and you beat Sting, and I was I hated the I hated the Great Muda. <laughs> he was great. He's one. He's a legend in. Japanese and wrestling all together, mm-hmm. but I hated them. <laughs> and the other birthday, um, born in 1976, on this day, Jamie Noble. J and or what was it J and J Security? Yes. Yeah, J and Joey. Yeah, uh, and but that's the, that's the thing is that this generation knows him as that, but you got to look back to where when he was with the WWE. And he well, played he was still that with the WWE. Well, I mean, he was, the he was a cruiserweight. His, yeah, his actual wrestling career with the WWE. Yeah, same with uh, uh, Joey Mercury. Exactly. The, people forget about his like long-haired fucking. Who was his tag team part? Was it? Uh, it was Ma- Johnny Impact. Johnny Nitro. Johnny, Johnny Morrison. Ni- yeah, Johnny. A lot of different last names. Whatever it is, but Johnny it, Appleseed. I mean, Jamie Noble. I, every time I hear Jamie Noble, I don't think of the security. I think of him, the redneck character with uh, what's her name from Tough Enough, Nidia Nadia. Was her was sure. his manager Nidia Nadia? Uh, whatever I don't know how which way is pronounced. Nidia <laughs> Um But I mean, he was he was a funny character. He wasn't. I mean, he was solid in the ring, but it was one their they they never really ever had a, a substantial cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. That was more WCW's thing. Yes, but yeah, you yeah. got what you got. What you Vince he hated the small guys. Yeah, so absolutely. They were gonna be like little twerps to him. Exactly. So uh, that's it for the birthdays. That's it for on this day. So now, guess what? We get to get right into it. Welcome, newcomers. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Now you're going to fucking hear about it. So... Whether you tuned in for a great show, turn it up. If you don't want to hear us bitch and complain, well... Turn it off. But it's going to get interesting. We, in no particular order, because Mm -hmm. if you are a avid listener to the show, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't go in order for anything. We just kind of fly by the seat of our fucking pants. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. But I think we'll start off with a pay-per-view. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I know exactly where you're going with this. I like it. Yeah. Then tell me which pay-per-view I'm thinking about. I think you're going to go with Crown Jewel. Nope. No. Okay. But, but I mean, let's just let's do it that do way it. anyway, because that, you talk about a turd, and you were probably going to go with Backlash now yep. that I think about it, but we'll let's go, the, let's we'll go with Crown afterwards. Jewel first, because it's more recent. Um, yeah, Crown Jewel. This had, this, this was filled with more than just wrestling related shit. This yeah. was heavily involved in politics mm-hmm. and why we had a legitimate reason to not even put on this show over there. Yes, absolutely. And what they did was they signed this big deal where they're going to get millions of dollars from Saudi. Mm-hmm. So they had to do it. He's well, not going to lose out on that money. Yes. So they went over. There was two wrestlers that didn't go over. They didn't make the trip because they boycotted it. Two of your biggest names yeah. in the well, business. Yeah, two of the. Yeah. I mean, you still had... 
I mean, Cena and Daniel Bryan, they're yeah. fucking top names for WWE. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Two of the top names. Yeah. There's all those that are top. But either way, yeah. they go over and they put on this show, and it was supposed to be like this great super show. Mm-hmm. It was fucking... Go- I only had to watch previews to know that it was... And results to know that it was fucking garbage. It was garbage. It really was. It wasn't like... I, and I don't even understand like the point of going over there. Like, okay, they want to be entertained. That's the reason to go over there. Then just entertain them. Just put on the show for them. Don't fucking show it on the... Don't let any other eyes get a fucking visual of this fucking abomination. Yeah, there, there was so many things from the jump wrong with this with this show. I mean, obviously the biggest one was the American who was killed over in Saudi, ordered by the Saudi prince. Um, no, not the prince, the government. Well, but well, the prince is... Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it, it That, of course, is the biggest sore thumb. And then you got... You add Hulk Hogan as the host. Granted, he only came out for the very beginning, but... I mean, with everything he's done and the backlash he got from bringing him back and, you know what I mean, with all that, then you have the booking, the booking itself, the actual wrestling. The booking was horrible. Um, you had, And then you had the headline of four guys with over 120 years experience in wrestling, but yet it's just, eh. Kane looked horrible. Taker did not look good at all. Michaels, who was it probably the one in the best shape, he, he didn't did, look he very was, He wasn't very good. Joe Michaels. Yeah. Uh, Hunter tore, <laughs> tore, tore his, his fucking chest. Yeah, tore his peck. I mean, it was just a shit show from start to finish. And um, definitely one of, probably the second worst pay-per-view No, of the I'm going to say that this was the worst. You think this worst. was worse? Yeah, I guess you're this right. This was you're the right. worst. And yeah. it was a good way to start. Yeah. Because, well, because it was the absolute worst and because that's a great way to start. But we'll go into, if you look back at the cards, Backlash was at least a better on-paper-looking card. It The flow of the pay-per-view was absolute mm-hmm. atrocious, and by the end of it, people had already made up their mind about what they wanted to see as the main event and what they actually got to see as the main event, and just the people were done. And that was a low point for Vince McMahon and WWE because he caught... Backlash was fitting because <laughs> the backla- the backlash after the event was people were leaving, so you're uh, and it was oh everyone mm-hmm. everybody was saying people were leaving literally piling out at the main event there was dead silence they were booing the whole time yeah I mean you feel bad because if you look at it Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe should be a great match. Absolutely, it, on it paper it should be. Yeah, but there was no ramifications for it. Joe had already been traded to SmackDown, so there was no point of even having this match. Let alone main event the pay per view where you have a legitimate title between AJ Styles and Nakamura. Yeah, and I believe Backlash is where Nakamura turned heel. That's where the low blow started. Yeah, I think you're right. So why not end the show with that instead of ending it with? what you did and then just the the whole event in itself wasn't great backlash gets remembered for that that's what backlash this year will get remembered for yeah it could have been a decent show it could have been a decent card but the end result is what you're well and i think that going into another another grievance just off piggybacking off of that point is um all year long the booking of the title regardless if it's Universal or regardless if it's WWE, 
being mid to to late card and not being the main event when that's what the title is for the title is your whoever the title holder is whether it was roman brock whatever styles, styles nakamura doesn't matter <clears throat> that is the main event from when we grew up through the 80s through the 90s hogan when he had the title he was the main event stone cold Shawn michaels bret hart you can go down the list that was the main event very very rarely would you have one that would top that but majority of the year you're watching the title in the main event and this is something that wwe has been doing recently now of we don't care that the title is on the car we're not putting it at the main event. and i think that's because some other smaller companies don't necessarily follow that that same moniker mm -hmm. of t i mean bulk of the time yes the main title is the main event but you you'll see sometimes that other titles are the end of the show mm -hmm. because they might be the biggest names yeah i'm going to give you a final battle for example where you have the ladder war match as your main event yes. it's for the tag team championship yes i mean when does that but and that's when, when does that main event oh okay so the young bucks are yeah. are in a ladder war match they're your biggest name mm -hmm. for the whole company yes so that's why you have the. but if you're gonna have i mean i get it roman reigns is the biggest name for your company in your eyes but you're having a one-off match literally a one-off match because they won't step foot in the ring with each other again mm -hmm. until they're on the same brand yes or months and months later at survivor series but booking those titles uh, we're going to piggyback and piggyback yes, and piggyback because we're going to lead right into Brock Lesnar's title reigns yeah. and Brock Lesnar's and their decision to put the title on Brock Lesnar, not once, but twice. Yeah. And completely bastardize the universal title. That is, that might be number one. That might be the number one worst thing that they've done all year. Our number but one it, grievance. That might be the number one grievance and we're hitting it early. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not like we said. We're not ranking this, but just going. You're right. I mean, you you've made, you've created a title that is on your A show that is supposed to be your A title, and mm -hmm. it do, hasn't done a thing. Yeah. At all. Yeah. No. The actually in the beginning was the best time for the title for the first what. You gave it to Finn, and yeah. you, you had that was for the first Finn gets six hurt months right. I'm trying to think because Owens had it. Well, Finn, they did the right thing when the title came about. Um. Finn gets hurt. Yeah. Finn was your inaug inaugural champion. Yeah. But then they have a fatal four-way. Well, they had qualifier matches, which led to a fatal four-way mm -hmm. for the title. Which was a great match, great storytelling. And then what happened? Like, you had you had the new authority figure. You mm -hmm. had Kevin Owens as the new authority figure. Yeah. And they kind of just backed off and well, backed then you brought off in Goldberg. and backed off and backed off. And Owens' matches started to be less and less meaningful. Yeah. And he became the whining champion. Yeah. So they but, took it off him. I, see, and that's the thing. I don't even think that's a problem no. with Kevin Owens because you, he can pull off a lot of different things. Oh, absolutely. The thing is burying Kevin Owens because of Goldberg just so you can get Brock Goldberg. You know what I mean? That's my biggest issue with that. Well, guess what? The rumor has it is that you're going to get it again, but you're going to get it Brock Rock. Yeah. Ugh. So you're getting God. it again. You're going to – you're making – you have turned this from a potential great championship into a part-time title. Yeah. What, for what purpose? Just so you can bring back part-timers to Raw for a month here and a month there. What is that doing for your ratings, though? For those, well. for those one <laughs> night, that one night, does that one night make your year? Does that one night where you have 
The Rock and Brock Lesnar on Raw, the Raw after Mania. Does that is that enough to get you through the rest of the year? Like, are you ra- no. do you break the ratings chart so badly that you fucking don't have to do a good show the rest of the year? No, and that that I don't know, man. That's and you know what's funny, The Rock, amazing in the ring. He's so good. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, not amazing as in amazing wrestling, but he's so entertaining in the ring. Brock, Here's the thing. Brock's good in the ring, too. Here's you know the I mean? thing, The rap. Rock is the number one person. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but he's, like, one of the number one people. Like, mo- popularity-wise, not even wrestling, but in the world. Like, that brings so many other eyes. Now, they, they might break the fucking ratings chart with The Rock. Yeah. No, you're right. Just because it's not just the, the us diehards. Look, the rock. We remember the rock. Yeah. The new the people that are coming. The new people coming in are just coming in to watch Dwayne Johnson on on TV on network television. You're now. right. Because yes. oh, we don't have to wait to see him on the big screen. We can see what he's going to do and then turn it right the fuck off. Yeah. Because the product's going to suck after that. Yeah. Well, who the hell are these people? I don't remember this. Remember the guys in the yellow trunks and the fucking uh, and the red and they tore off their shirt. This isn't that. This is like what is this? This is like uh, athletic. Uh, Athletic fighting. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, so moving on to another one. Um, there's some of these. I'm looking down the list that we made, and uh, there's some I want to kind of save till the end. But um, since you brought up with the Nakamura styles and all that, dropping the ball with this heel Nakamura that they had. They had it what looked like, I mean, we thought Nakamura was good as a face. And then he comes, does this... I don't speak English, and everything looked like this build was going to be, man, you got a really, really good heel now. You you caught a little bit of fire with Nakamura getting the reaction that you wanted Mm -hmm. after he turned on Styles. Yes. And then they just kept recycling over and over and over again the same thing. It was the same match four times. Yeah, especially from a, a matchup to where you built this thing of, oh, it's the first time in WWE, it's the dream match, and then you ruin it with the build that you had after it. They will it's, literally yeah. turn the dream into a nightmare. Yeah. Literally do that, because they just ram it down your throat afterwards, and it's the same fucking ending, mm-hmm. just about, yeah, the, with the same results. Yeah. And they had this Nakamura fucking heel. The heel turn was actually done really well. Because these guys had so much respect and history with each other. Now you have Nakamura on your TV, on your promotion, as a heel, and just absolutely did nothing. And then after that storyline was done with, completely forgot about. Now you give him the United States title, and he's done nothing with it. Mm -hmm. He's not even on pay-per-views anymore. Yeah. There are matches between jinder mahal and alicia fox that are taking on r-truth and carmella and you don't have your fucking united states title on the show or on tv for that matter yeah absolutely what are you doing the booking the booking this year was so fucking stupid at times that it's unbelievable that they've gotten people to watch still well and that's the thing is that people people will neglect the bad stuff that smackdown has done just to spite Raw and keep talking shit about Raw, when SmackDown has done plenty. 
this year of bad booking and ruining a lot of things. Remember when people wanted to fucking tar and feather Road, Road Dog, Dog in yes. a public square? Yes. He's one of the head writers of SmackDown. People now forget, like, oh, SmackDown's so good. I love SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown sucked ass for, like, four months straight. And, to be, and the funny thing is, we came to the defense of Road Dog. On, on a, one got, of our shows. And it got better. Yes. Believe it or not, we saved SmackDown. <laughs> You're welcome, you fuckers. So, staying on SmackDown, AJ, being the WWE champion, got his year, or a little over a year, like a, a year and three, a week. I think he was like a couple weeks or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. not being, not holding on to that title and breaking CM Punk's record of the 4-3-4. It was... I mean, I get... Like, here's the thing. If they were going to drop it, I wanted them to drop it to Nakamura. Mm-hmm. If he was going to drop it, I wanted them to drop it to Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Because those were two guys that were ready. They yes. were primed and yeah. ready. Probably Samoa Joe more than Nakamura, even. I agree. And then they do this weird... Does, I mean, the aftermath of it. Does it look like they made the right decision? Possibly, because you have a really good now heel... In Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yeah. Do Did they do it at the right time? Yeah. Maybe it was now or never for it because of the way that they were starting to book styles. Like, his his feuds were all becoming the same. They were all becoming the same feud where, they, where was he putting on great matches, but you would get them at a four spot. You would get the same match four times on either live shows or special events or SmackDown TV it was the same thing over and over and over again, just with two different people. Yeah. This was kind of out of nowhere, a rematch on SmackDown, and Brian wins the title and, and turns heel at the same time on TV. It was r- really well done, but I think Styles should have been. If you're going to let Brock Lesnar, who defended the title twice, break CM Punk's record, you're going to have to have the actual carrier of a real brand yeah. break the record also. I agree. And it could have set up something better with maybe Brock and AJ, but we went over this on a couple different shows down mm-hmm. the line as a rematch yeah. for the actual, the true champion. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the booking. I didn't like the way that they did it. I thought, like we said, he only kept the title because of the game. He was on the cover of the game. The game came out. It sold. Okay, so now we have what we want. Now it's time to, to finish it off. Yes, exactly. So, um, I mean, of a from going from one who probably should have held on to the title to one who'd never even got the title, who deserved it a lot at the time, but now it's a little wasted, is Braun Strowman not getting the belt when you're he was on fire. It How was many, the perfect time. They did it like three times. They built him, and it was good builds for him. Yes. Like, he got over. Big time. Monumentally got over when it was against... Roman got yep. over. When he was throwing fucking grappling hooks, he got over. <laughs> you had it with him. He That was the time. Yes. When he absolutely came in and destroyed Kane and Lesnar, yeah. that was his time. He was he was the new monster. He was the new beast. Mm-hmm. He was the, the hybrid between both because he can move, but he was big. And they just absolutely, they could not. It's this thing where they, you have... Brock Lesnar's ratings, like, we have never seen his actual, like, what is the Brock Lesnar draw? 
That's a good is question. It because it's the same thing, because he's bringing over these other eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Brock Lesnar. I'm a UFC fan. I'm an MMA fan. I'll go watch Brock Lesnar. I like him. Yeah. So they're going to tune into a different... I mean, they still bash wrestling. Yeah, of course But it's do. Brock Lesnar. So you're going to watch Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Well, and it's the same eyes that... that the reason they brought over and signed Ronda. You know yeah. what I mean? You're getting, you're trying to get those MMA fans to watch wrestling when that's not, they're not going to do that the way you want them to. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, Braun not getting that title was absolutely ridiculous. And it just goes back to the point, uh, the grievance of not booking. You know what I mean? Horrible booking and not being able to put it together the right way and booking the right person when needed. And now that will lead us right into another one of their questionable at best, Braun Bookings, and I know it's your personal favorite, come yeah. WrestleMania, you have in a bizarre placement in the card itself, you have Braun, the build of him bringing in a special uh, guest tag, team, tag part- team partner. And you think that oh my, the names that were thrown out that could it could have been were, I mean, not endless, but there were some big names. There was even Batista there names was, in there. The names weren't endless. The possibilities were. The possibilities. That's what it, they, that's what it for is. For your biggest show of the year. Yes. And you give the rub to none other than a 10-year-old child who was a one-off in one of the most bizarre bookings of the whole <sighs> year. Uh, Yeah, this... Okay, <laughs> This is really one of those hot button for me. It really, really, really pissed me off. Because, like we said, the possibilities you could have done with this, I mean, anybody. You could have brought back any big name you wanted, any uh, any returning superstar, any call-up. You could have did anything. There was, like, a good amount of wrestlers in the stands. When you go into the stands, you could have picked out anybody. Exactly. And then you pick, pick out this 10-year-old kid. And look. It's not the kid's fault. No, you not know what at I all. Mean? You can't, like, you can't literally blame the kid. I don't blame Nicholas, and you know what I mean that it, it's it's WWE that obviously that you're grieving with, but it's just so incredibly stupid. And people want to have a problem with David Arquette winning the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And granted, at the time, I thought it was fucking stupid too. I completely agreed, but he didn't want to do it. He was pushed to do it. They booked it that way, and he still gets shit to this day. On the indie scene because of it. This little kid, a 10-year-old kid, won the WWE Tag Team Championships. Like, if that doesn't piss you off. And the next day they dropped it. Like, it wasn't even a storyline. It was a one-off. It was something completely fucking stupid. And to be honest, it wasn't even like, all right, we're going to pick this kid. We're going to tell him. We're going to prep him. Have him do it, and that's it. No, it was a it was a kid that's in the that dad is in the business that he knows all the wrestlers already. You know what I mean? So you didn't even give like a kid who has never seen anything like this the chance. You you gave it to a kid who's probably always backstage, knows these superstars. You know what I mean? Because dad's the ref. Like I don't. There everything about it pissed me off. And Arquette and is not even close to this Nicholas winning the title. Like it bothers me to it no was end. Second to last too, if I remember. Something like that. It, yeah. Second, the I think it went. I think it went the uh, world title, with the heavyweight title, mm-hmm. then the tag titles, and then Lesnar. Yeah. And Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just. Oh God, I hate it. It's so bad. 
And it's not the kid's fault. It's just WWE, and it sucked. It was such a big letdown. It, it just, yeah. I can't, I, I, I'm, let's move on. WrestleMania itself this year wasn't all that great. I no. don't think. I don't think it was. I, it, it wasn't WrestleMania worthy. I mean, the card itself. Yeah, I mean, but the, the WrestleMania a, has come to the pageantry of it and the show, like because you're not getting matches like a uh, Jericho Michaels or you know what I mean, like matches like that that actually that are, matter. Yeah, like it just seemed, especially this past one. Yeah, it wasn't great. No, the one before, I mean, thirty three was was only great for one reason. The Hardys, the Hardys back. came back. That, that was, was the show. That yeah. was the show stealer. Yeah, but. WrestleMania hasn't isn't this it's the this, this setup and everything that they got going on around WrestleMania. That's this more, past one you had Daniel Bryan's return to the ring, which was okay. Yeah, I mean you still had a WrestleMania moment there, um, but I mean, I don't know. That was that was a horrible part anyway. Nicholas winning that tag team championship, and since that we will go into Raw again. Now Raw has been coming up a lot, and it, for rightfully so because after that moment. What the fuck has happened to the tag team division in Raw? It was like that was the death of the tag team yeah, division. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Because they haven't been able to find anything. Like, you look back and you look at some of the tag champs and their tenure as champs. I mean, you have the bar, which wasn't bad. It was a good throw-together storyline with the with the way they did it. They no, were but they were, the... they, were already, they were already together since a year before that. So. Yeah. No, I'm saying is that was the last real good run as a tag team. You know what I mean? Was the bar putting them together and them running a tag team? They were the the last really good storyline for those titles. Like you had was their run. I think you had Ambrose Rollins. Yeah, Ambrose goes down. You have Rollins, uh, Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan goes down. Mm-hmm. So now you have Rollins get finally taken away from the tag division where he doesn't belong. Now you get. Authors of Pain come up. You have the Revival still there, which they've done absolutely garbage with. They're losing matches on TV to Lucha House Party. Come on now. <laughs> then you got uh, you get Gable and Rude thrown together. That's like you 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 have tag teams, right? You don't have to keep throwing random people together, yes. right? Yeah. You at least it's like, oh, well, you know what? We don't have anything for him as a singles or him as a singles. Fuck it. Let's throw them together and let's put them in the tag team division. I mean, that's all, that's all they the, keep doing. And that's the raw way to book the tag team division. It's yeah. just, it, it has been atrocious mm-hmm. for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, and the, well, you have the B team that they threw together. They had the B team that I was not a fan of the B team. You were partial fan of the B team. Um, I, yeah, I like their entertainment. I thought that both the guys are funny guys. They they can be entertaining. I thought, no, I did not think they deserved to have the championships. You had Hardy and Wyatt were the only other good yes. tag team. Yeah. And they had the titles and then injuries and retirement, so to speak. Yes. And they're gone. Yeah. So what do you do now? There's no, like, the tag team, you don't have the tag teams that you had before. Like, you don't have it. Like, who are your Hardys? Who are your Edge and Christians? Who are your Dudleys? Yeah, it's going to be hard. I mean, you, but you can't compare it like that, though. It's... You can because you, there is still tag team wrestling all around the world. Oh, well, yeah. There I are agree. great tag that. teams everywhere. You st- sign some of them. Do something. If you're going to commit to putting people together, fucking commit. Well, I mean, and we got to see what this new era of WWE 
is going to lead, of course. Yes, the, we are the authority now. <laughs> the Revival have the title shot now. They won the title shot on Monday Night Raw. So they have it maybe, you know what I mean? They're listening to the fans and maybe the Revival are going to win. That's the that's the after, whole mantra. Apparently, after the revival win, they need that other tag team though no, that is right. going to challenge them. They yeah. need that other two heavy machinery. That's coming I mean, up to raw. Yeah, I mean you could. They do, need it. I mean the NXT guys, if used properly, will be good. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be blow. I don't think the one the crop that's coming up now is going to blow anyone away by any stretch of the imagination. Like I'm very frightful for EC3 to come up because I don't think that they're going <laughs> to use. EC3 and Bobby Roode are kind of like in the same mold. Yeah. Like especially how they were how they are in uh, NXT. Like yes. Bobby Roode was this high roller. Mm-hmm. He was glorious. He had the suits. He was coming in to change NXT and it's going to be Bobby Roode's NXT. Like he was a good. That was a good character. It was. He's not that character at all on the main card. He's no. the cartoon version of mm-hmm. not even the cartoon version of that. Yeah. But he's a cartoon version of something. So EC3 comes up. EC3 is just preppy. I got money. Mm-hmm. All this shit. It's NX3 or yeah. whatever. Top 1%. Top 1%. Which is a good gimmick for him. It is a good gimmick. When he comes up, is he going to become the cartoon version of something? I'll tell you what. I I mean, at the end of EC3's run in Impact is when I got back into Impact before he signed with WWE. And when he saw WWE, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, I don't like this guy. I did not like him on Impact. I didn't get it. I thought his character was stale at best. And then he does this top 1%, and I'm like, okay, all right, this guy does have something. Like, he obviously, they uh, there's a reason they signed him. And it's not a bad gimmick. The WWE did a good job developing him, and he did a good job buying into that character. So, yeah, he was always kind of that, yeah. that cocky, arrogant, mm-hmm. rich boy. Yeah. I mean, he was Dixie Carter's, what was it, son? Um, or, in real life? No, no, on their storyline. Uh, I forget. I forget, too. They were yeah. somehow related yeah. in, a, in a way. Because he's obviously her real nephew. Um, but, I mean... Oh, that's what it was, the nephew. Yeah, because in, yeah, in real life, they're aunt and nephew. So okay. Maybe that... I don't remember the storyline, so maybe... That had to have been it, used then. it then. Yeah. He was the little rich boy, the spoiled rich boy. Yeah. So, going from the tag title division in Monday Night Raw to a tease for either really show is the tag team division and the women's titles tease forever that we saw months before evolution even happened. There was all these rumors about they're putting these girls together because they're starting to build and they want to build these tag titles for the women because they deserve it. And, and just not only still, that, but you have the crop of talent to do it, and absolutely. you looked like you started it. Yeah, you had the buildings of putting together tag teams for the women's division, and you thought you were going to get it at Evolution. Yes, and they even brought it out to TV. They even started to openly talk about it, like to op- almost throw it in your face, like, "Look, we're just going to troll you." Yeah, like yeah. we have. Yes, we have tag team divisions, mm-hmm. but no, we're not doing what we said we were going to do or what you think we're going to do. Yeah. Why would we become that predictable? Mm-hmm. So instead of accepting that and be like, oh, they swerved us, people bitched and complained. Like, why are you not doing this? Like, you, this is what this was built for, correct? This is why you took a feud between two of your top female stars on a brand and you put them together. Yeah. Sasha and Bailey. This is why you ruined what you could have had 
in another great feud because you know they could do it. You saw it in NXT. Why not have these two feud with each other? And you had, and you did it in a way that no one, like you had Bailey beat the shit out of Sasha. And that was, that was your holy shit moment for the female. Like, I get it. Becky Lynch struck fire. What do you think it would have done for Bailey though? She had your... that one attack where she cursed, and it was everybody it was, was it. buying in. And then you that was send it. They them had it. to fucking therapy. They did the bullshit fucking hell no fucking. Yeah. What questionable booking isn't even <laughs> an atrocity, an atrocity, an abysmal attempt to entertain the fans there. They did absolutely nothing for their characters. They did absolutely nothing to help those women. They did absolutely nothing to promote the women's division. They killed it. They killed momentum as soon as it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Why, if you're go- If just... you're going to run with Becky Lynch being this badass, you're finally going to run with that. Why not do it on the other show? Why not do it with Bailey? You had it. You saw the reaction. And you were going to do that first. You got the reaction that you wanted. It was a complete surprise because everybody wanted Sasha to become the heel. You had something completely new in the palm of your hand, and the next week, you've completely bastardized it. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, no. What was the point of that? No. 2018, it's... in a nutshell, what was the point of that? It was, I mean, the next week she comes out and he said, that's not how this is going to happen. We're sending you to therapy. Like, what? We're going to kiss and make up and now we're going to become best friends again and the people will not even remember that this ever happened. Yet, all Kurt Angle would say is, we saw things in the ring here. Oh, yeah? Then why are you sending them to therapy? You know what I mean? It just, it... That's why Kurt Angle doesn't have a job anymore. (laughs) It was horrible booking and and too bad for Sasha and Bailey because... We know the wars that they had on NXT, the Iron Woman match, and it was just, you know what I mean? It, the potential. Wasted, wasted potential, unfortunately, for Sasha and Bayley. I think because it was going to outshine the title feud. Whatever feud they had going on at the moment, it was going to outshine. It was going to steal the thunder. It was going to be the secondary. The, the title is now going to be secondary, and now you have you have to. You gave it to them. You gave them Sasha and Bayley. Now, if you're going to run with it, it's going to be your most popular woman's feud on the show. And they didn't want to steal any thunder away from their title, which I believe was Alexa Bliss at the time. You already had plans of Rousey coming in. You had this whole feud between Nia and Alexa, the whole bully thing. Like, this was going to outshine the bully fucking feud. Yeah, absolutely it would have. But you know what? That's, I mean, who cares? Who cares if it outshines it? it? You're you're having two really good feuds. Who cares who's getting more? It's still, both of them would have been been great. It would have probably been the best feud. No, not either one of them would have been great. The bully, well, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying that one would have been better. But the bully feud still was a good good feud between them two because you take two best friends and you turn them against each other. That's always a a good formula for a feud. Yeah, but you would have done it twice. On one show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But you do it in a complete different way. You're talking about... Yeah, one has actual history and the other one's kind yeah, of well, thrown yeah, together. Yeah, you go with a bully-type fat-shaming, you know what I mean? So, But the bully was a five-foot-tall blonde against the bully that, that could have that, easily... That happens bro- in real life, though. Literally broken her in half. But that happens in real life, though. I mean, you have kids that are, you know what I mean, who are insecure about their height and, you know what I mean, go after other people. So, I mean, I could see it working. It's a real-life scenario. Yeah. But... Now, all right, so this is another one, and I love that you put this one down there, is Lashley and Sami Zayn. The booking for that, for those 
three, four, five weeks that they did it on Monday Night Raw of just ridiculous, ridiculous Not spots. ridiculous, good. Ridiculous, no, like... That's horrible. What, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was... It hurt to watch that. Oh it, God. like, hurt to, like, actually... The... Lashley's sisters segment. Yes, I mean, forget the fucking the the uh, what the boot camp thing. That the American Gladiators type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, the boot camp thing that he put him through. That was just bizarre in its own self. But yeah. I mean, whatever. It was bad. Mm-hmm. But then you come out with Lashley's sisters. Oh my! God. And everyone felt bad for Sami Zayn. Yes, everyone. he had to he had to regurgitate this. He bullshit. had to do this. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. It was. It yeah. was it was painful to watch what this was turning into, and ever since nobody has been able to get behind Bobby Lashley's return. Very true. That was because a, that was his first real feud. That was a horrible way to bring him back, and this is only getting. I mean, it's it's stayed the course. He hasn't gained any traction. Now he just bends over and slaps his ass in front of you. <laughs> like what the fuck? The, given I'm not a huge Bobby Lashley fan, and I will never claim to be, mm-hmm. but to book the guy like this. Who was once like a top prize fighter of your company and became a top prize fighter of other companies to resort to him to come out and smack his ass cheeks? Okay. <laughs> Bobby, that's I'm sorry, but you got dealt a fucking shitty hand, my friend. Yeah. Because your booking has been terrible. Yeah, I mean, and it goes to the same fact of, I mean, Monday Night Raw did it a lot more than SmackDown did it, but pushing the same people... Weekly, over and over and over in the you same got, You matches. got the same formula every week. Yeah. And the definite that WWE has reinvented the definition of insanity. Yeah. Do the same thing over and over and over and expect different results when mm-hmm. they're the same results. And you have <laughs> yeah. you have control over the results. Yeah. What like they have re- redefined the definition of of insanity. It's which is a feat in itself, so I guess congratulations. <laughs> but it's it just—I didn't get it. Like I, I still don't get it. Like because it's the same thing weekly. I mean, the storylines have picked up, thankfully, mm-hmm. yes. but it's only a matter of time until they become regurgitated over and over, and they get watered down so much that you don't care anymore. Yeah, I mean, how... I'm nervous for the Ruby Riot Natty feud. Yeah, because I feel like that had a little bit of traction. Mm-hmm. And they brought in some personal shit. And I feel like that's a good way to start it. But I have a feeling that it's just going to get more and more cartoonish like everything else. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. You look at how many times did Finn Balor and Baron Corbin fight on Monday Night Raw. I mean, weeks in a row. Weeks in a row. For absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And um, they did the same thing with Rude and, and, uh, and God Gable. You know what I mean? They were put out there weeks in a row. Um uh, Elias even. You know what I mean? Elias, they, they had him do the same thing over and over for, you know what I mean, three, four weeks. Like, it's just, it's brutal. They, they're just playing La- out Lashley this right cookie now, cutter. Lashley's booking right now is actually hurting Elias. Yeah. Because they're bringing him down. Yes, it's bringing him down. Bringing him down. Where you've turned him face, which was a good move, mm-hmm. but then you put him in a feud with Lashley, which was a bad move. Yes. <laughs> it's like the Animaniacs, good idea, bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Good idea. Bringing Bobby Lashley back. Bad Bad idea. idea. (laughs) Have him smack his ass cheeks. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm glad you brought up the Ruby Riot and Natalia because that's another one that I've heard a lot of people bitch and complain about this segment that she did with putting the anvil on the table. 
and having his... Oh, I thought that was good. Uh, believe me, I completely agree. I mean, I get I it. Thought it's, it was it's fucked great up, heat. but I think, it, yeah, but you got what you wanted out of it. Exactly. And you get the, the bitching and complaining is what you want, what you knew you were going to get out of it. And people were saying that WWE shouldn't have done it, that it was too soon. God, these, it's, exactly. It's the era yes. that we, the, the, everyone, oh, I love the Attitude Era. I love it. Do you remember what you got in the... You had a group of people come out in blackface. In blackface. If that were to happen today... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You would melt the, you would melt the internet down on the wrestling community because you'd be so torn. Like, yeah, I remember what they used to do. Mm-hmm. The guy got his dick chopped off or supposedly got his dick chopped off. I got another one that, that you would had, rival that. You had Goldust yes. who would come out and touch himself. <laughs> And touch other wrestlers yes. in a derogatory way, in a an erotic type way. Yes. This was the attitude error. Now you're getting butt hurt over a little simple storyline. Yes, he passed away. Yes, this is touchy. But you just did it with um, uh, Roman Reigns when he announced he had leukemia. You had Dean Ambrose, one of their best friends, turn on his other best friend. Yeah, that did, night. <laughs> which was brilliantly done. This yes. is what you want from WWE, smart booking. Yeah. I no. mean, they kind of ruin it afterwards, but... But, yeah, I mean, and the, that's the other thing, is that what about the big show? His father died. Big boss man shows up, straps his father's <laughs> casket to his car, and drags it away as big show is hanging on his father's casket. Like, you don't think about all the shit we saw in the Attitude Era, and you're worried about them putting... A little bit of butthurt individuals. <laughs> oh, I mean? my goodness. It's too... The sensitivity, it... it is alarming. The guys that you they're bitch doing compl- this... You bitch and complain about everything in wrestling, but mm-hmm. when they actually do something that gets you, like... Gets the reaction? Gets the reaction. Yeah. You get butthurt about it. Yeah. Yeah, it, may, so it makes no sense. So you're going to turn it, what you want to be, oh, cool, good wrestling, but you need the storylines. You, you need a reason for them to fight. Yeah. And that is the ultimate heat. It's perfect heat. It's exactly what a heel should be doing. That's so what are they supposed Ruby to do? You well. pulled my hair in the back. I'm going to fight you now. <laughs> I can't believe... You stepped on my Uggs in the back. Now I'm going to fight you. Is that what they want? Is that petty, petty bullshit? Uh, yeah, I, this I is like it. This is like heat. Yeah, it's great. It's perfect for what Ruby needs to build her character even more. I love it. Um, you stole my mascara. Now we're going to fight. <laughs> An- another one was is Kevin Owens... Getting buried. I mean, obviously he's hurt now, and he'll be coming back soon, from what they say. Save us, Kevin. But I mean, he still owed his Universal Title rematch, which WWE seems to love well, to do. No, now that they now they've gotten rid of that. Now yes, there's not. That's a, true. Now they've actually said it. Mm-hmm. You're not getting your automatic. You have to earn your shot now. But that was months ago. Yes. Kevin Owens never got his his rematch. Yep. And just and being nothing was ever said about got buried for Bill Goldberg. You know what I mean? Did a job for Goldberg just so Goldberg could make Brock look strong at Mania, which is cool. Like when you're because he's our age, you grow up as a fan. You you grow up, you see Goldberg. He's Goldberg. He's the fucking guy that went 185 and oh, but as Kevin Owens, you kind of mark out. The, yeah, but when you get the but there has to be a part of him that knows how good he is. He confident he is and goes look. I understand he's Goldberg, but let me at least have a match with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel that some of that promo of he couldn't go with me, he can't hang with me, um, I think that was a little bit of truth. You know what I mean? Of of Kevin Owens maybe spitting a little truth of 
he really thinks that. And honestly, I think everyone knows that, that Goldberg wouldn't be able to hang with the Kevin Owens for 15, 20, 25 minutes. Oh, no. Goldberg you know couldn't I mean? do that in his prime. Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's, it, it's probably kicked, a little bit of frustration on Kevin Owens' He kicked a legend part. in the face and fucking ended his career. <laughs> ended his career, poor Bret Hart. But, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I, and being big Kevin Owens fans like we are, it sucks to see him buried like that. It sucks to see what that had come to. Yes. It, what his title reign had come to. Because it could have been it, it could have been the second coming of the Seth Rollins that you saw that everyone loved. That big heel Seth Rollins getting the push from the authority. So, oh, God, this guy's never going to lose the title because he's getting pushed by the, the head honchos. You had that. Yeah. But they didn't want to... I guess that, that was one storyline they didn't want to rehash. Was yeah, doing another storyline with Triple H. And, because they kind of wanted to step back and let the, let the talent and the writing make the show instead of having them make the show. But sometimes they're needed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially in that instance. Well, I mean... Are you done complaining? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, as well as, I guess, people who have listened to this show long enough, I don't complain a lot. Mm. Um, I, I'm typically not a complainer. Behind closed doors, he bitches a lot. A I lot, do. A lot more than me. <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I mean, I do complain, but I, I, I feel that most people know that you bitch a lot more than I do. Absolutely. Um, I'm the heel. But, yeah. Duh. I mean, no, all these points, they were perfect. I think... Uh, and, and not only that, we could probably speak on another hour and a half of the shit that WWE has done wrong. Um, but, I mean... I think we covered just about enough of what... They, we gave them just a taste. Yeah. And it's the holiday season. We can't be all negative. But guess true. what? Today, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, exactly this, what today is about. This was one big negative show. It was. Did we, did we build anyone up? We talked about mm. ass cheeks being slapped. What else did we talk about? That's all I can remember I built, now. I, <laughs> That's all we got. We, we, we gave a little credit to Ruby Riot for her little, heat. We gave uh, a little, little build-up. Yeah. We, um, tore, we, we, tore it, we tore it down. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a that's a good amount of grievances. For the love of God, get the title off of Brock. Just please. For the, <laughs> I, at this point, I don't care who you put it on. At this point, I don't give a fuck. You take someone from the roster, take Apollo Crews for... You could put the title on him and I'd be more happy. Yeah, I agree. Do something. Yep. Let Heyman defend the title. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Brock, do the storyline. Brock couldn't. Brock's not showing up. Heyman, you got to defend the title for him, or he he gets stripped. Mm-hmm. And have Heyman come out <laughs> and get beat for the title, or have even better, have Heyman somehow retain the title. Yes. That would be more interesting. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, we bitched a lot. That was uh, the airing of grievances and our festivus. Special. You did something wrong, WWE. Now I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed our I show. I got a lot of problems with you, WWE. <laughs> um, and uh, we hope that you guys uh, enjoyed. And and if you have more things that angered you, please yeah. tell us. Absolutely. Uh, Leave on... us a, drop us a message. Drop us a five-star rating on whatever platform you listen to us all. And then on. And on. tell us. Shut up. And tell us what else pissed you off. You can always get in touch with us through Twitter or Facebook. Yes. At 215 Wrestling on both platforms. Obviously on um, Podbean at uh, two one, uh, wrestling215.podbean.com. Or you can head on over to the Pulse Podcast Network. Or yes. Daily, Daily Smart. Smart. Or Wrestling Worldwide. We're everywhere. Yes. And nowhere. <laughs> All at the same time. So uh, until our next show, um, we hope you enjoyed the airing of grievances and this uh, festivist special. And um, 
we hope everyone has a great holiday if we don't get a chance uh, to let everyone know. And um, But I have a feeling we might be putting out another episode or two around the holidays. Everyone else is phoning it in for the holidays, but guess who's hard at work? Us. Us. Yes. We're here to entertain. Nonstop. Yep. All right. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks, everybody. Later.